It's a fact. We learn more when things are interesting and your horse is just the same. So this week I want to dive into three different exercises you can use while lunging your horse to keep things interested, to keep you both engaged and to keep you moving forward. Okay, let's dive in. Hey there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians who are working alone with their horse, trying to keep things engaged and moving forward. The goal for the podcast is so that you will have a plan for each time you're with your horse. Yeah, that keeps things interesting as well. Okay, so this week I said we're going to dive into lunging. Lunging, of course, if you've been here for any length of time, you will know that lunging is one of my favorite things to do. I think it's really versatile. It works really well from the time element um, in that it doesn't take a huge amount of time. (laughs) And and it also gives you this instant feedback, like you can see the results immediately. So there's no guessing and wondering and thinking, ooh, did he understand me or not? You can see instantly, oh yeah, he grasped that or no, that one flew over his head. Okay, it's still flying across the field there. So. I love lunging, but I do think that sometimes we can get a little bit stuck in a rut with lunging. We can begin to think that just going in the circle is the lunging. It's not, okay? Lunging is like training. And what's really important to realize and remember is that when you are lunging, just like when you are riding, you must always be improving, okay? You're looking to refine and improve, and it's a skill, and you're gonna have to improve your coordination, your knowledge, you're gonna have to improve how you're interacting with your horse, you're gonna have to improve responsiveness, your accuracy, just everything. And in order to do all of that, you need a plan, just like when you're riding. Like, if you're just riding for the sake of riding, probably a good chance that you're not doing a whole lot of improving, okay? so. We want to, with our lunging, have that plan as well. So I want to give you these basic exercises that you can use to really and truly um, work with your horse. Now, I do think it's important to remember that with lunging, just like in riding, I had this conversation recently with a rider, um, there is the need to warm up. Now, what I normally do is I actually take the long way to the lunge ring. So um, you can go kind of two different paths if you want on the farm, but one of them involves having to walk around a few paddocks, actually walk around all the arenas, all of that. It takes about five minutes and that's the one that I take to the arenas if I'm going to lunch because what it does is it allows me to kind of fine-tune things a little bit first. I can do a little bit of groundwork but it also allows us to warm up a little bit first as well so as the horse is not just going into the lunge ring and immediately being expected to work okay we have things warmed up first so I think that that's really important to mention um, that you want to warm up and of course bonus points if you're using the groundwork because well it does as I said fine-tune things before you get in okay so the very first thing that you can work on the first exercise is responsiveness okay now I think that as riders lungers we can sometimes miss the more subtle cues okay that uh, subtle cues that our horses are giving us and it's because we're not really looking for them so if you could begin to get really intentional regarding responsiveness so you're really watching your horse you're looking at what your horse is doing in response to your actions okay so the aids that you are using and by doing that you are going to 
develop this ability to see these more subtle responses from your horse, okay? So it's like this more of a secret language, okay, that you and your horse can see. You see, if we as riders were missing these things, well, you're never really going to refine the conversation because in order to really begin to get to that level where it's almost like this secret conversation between you and your horse, you have to begin to notice when your horse is responding to these things, okay? And just like you want to be subtle, your horse is going to be subtle as well, okay? So it's this like very kind of, I don't know, it's like this, you have to be aware in order to really notice it. So things like if you could begin to pay attention to the combination of aids that are most effective for your horse to ask him to move forwards, okay? Like, what works best for your horse? And then refining those more and more. You could also notice how much pressure is necessary before you get like this immediate and timely response. And then once you kind of gauge that in, you're like, okay, I know exactly what it is. You can then begin to refine it more and more and more so that less pressure is required. But you do need to have a starting point. And the starting point is going to require both self-awareness from you and then a focus and a concentration on what your horse is actually responding with. Okay, so it's really important. This can take a long time. Okay, but... It can also be achieved in a single lunging session. Really, it depends on how well you're going to manage yourself. Because at the end of the day, your horse is literally just responding to you. So if you can begin to manage yourself better, okay, if you begin to become more self-aware and you're more coordinated and you're more intentional regarding everything, right down to your breathing, down to the position of your body in relation to your horse, down to your eye contact, all of the things, okay? The more aware you are, and then the more aware you are of what your horse or how your horse is perceiving that, that is how you can move it forward. And as I said, you can do that in a simple lunging session. It can be achieved. So much can be achieved. It's amazing, okay? So that is a thing you can work on. The second exercise that you can work on is accuracy. Now, I do think that you have to have a certain level of responsiveness before you can even begin to dive into accuracy. Like if your horse is and listen, if he's like, ah, yeah, I might someday, someday, I'll, I'll respond to you, just not right now, okay? Um, you do need responsiveness, otherwise accuracy is just not going to, to work. It's, it can't exist without it, okay? But when you can begin to to increase the accuracy, it's like this level of teamwork also begins to increase as well, okay? Because I really do feel that accuracy involves both the horse and the rider. So if we think about responsiveness, really your horse is just responding to you, okay? So your horse is like kind of watching you, looking at you, kind of waiting for your cue if you want, okay? And then he says, okay, I'll I'll do that. I'm going to respond this way. Accuracy requires your horse to begin taking responsibility for the response, okay? So now you both have to take responsibility. And the reason I say both is because a big part of accuracy is you really timing your aids correctly so as your horse is in the best possible position to respond, Okay, so for example, if you ask for the canter when your horse is at a place in the 
in the trot where he can't really respond and you haven't set it up for him, well, chances are it's not going to be very accurate, the transition, okay? But if you first begin to really work on that, you're working on getting your horse's attention, preparing your horse, and then timing the ask, okay? Timing your aids to ask at the correct time, well, that's going to change the whole outcome. So I do think that's your responsibility. You really and truly need to pay attention to when you're asking. It's really, really important, okay? But then from your horse's perspective, I think that when we're working with accuracy, another great thing, as well as the responsibility element, it also can help our horses to learn to wait a little bit. So when we begin to prepare them, okay, for something, they can sometimes kind of be like, oh yeah, I know what she's going to ask me to do. And and they head off and do it themselves. And, you know, when, when you're just starting out and you're just kind of learning things, that can be a marvelous thing. I often, I, I look at children and they're wide-eyed. They're like, wow you know, she knew what I was going to ask her and she did it for me. And it's like, that's amazing. But also anticipation can begin to work against you when you're really getting into training your horse. And this is why it's important that your horse learns to wait. You can set it up, but he must wait for the actual ask. Okay. And that's important. And accuracy can really help with that. So it's going to help both of you. And of course, this then carries across to your riding, all of this. Okay. The responsiveness and the accuracy, it is then going to help your riding. So the third exercise that you can work on with regards to your horse is actually halting on the track. I am a huge believer that when we're lunging horses, they need to learn to halt on the track. That means that they halt out on the track. They don't turn into us. They don't turn to face us. They don't walk towards us. They don't fall into us. They stay exactly on the outside track, the circle, whatever that circle is that you've created with your lunging, that track, they stay there. Because what it does is it allows now another quote unquote gate for you to work in, okay? So if you think of walk, trot, canter, Now, when you add halt into the mix, you've got that there as well. But also, again, it builds on that sense of responsibility that the horse can begin to develop within themselves, that they're able to halt. And as you work on the quality of the halt, they're able to halt out on the track, stay away from you, okay? So it's like this sense of independence they're developing, but also then they are doing so with more energy contained within the halt. And that is something that has to be learned. It can feel really uncomfortable for the horse, mentally uncomfortable for the horse initially to halt with energy inside of the halt. So it makes sense that as soon as they feel this, they'll want to step out of it, okay? Or they want to come close to you. They're like, no, 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 we're working together. I must be beside you. So it's really important your horse can learn to do this. And I do think that it's something that you can work on in your lunging and develop more and more and more. It's not just the halt. As I said, you're then developing the halt as well. So I really do think that by you developing your lunging technique, it gives you this extra toolkit that you can use to train your horse and like I said at the beginning it doesn't take all the time in the world it's short sweet and to the point and that's exactly what makes this so powerful and I do want to just stipulate here before I end that lunging is not running in circles I say this all the time but I cannot stress it enough I see so many people quote unquote lunging I'm doing air quotations here 
and all they're doing is chasing the horse around in a circle. That is not lunging. Lunging is working, okay? And when you do it properly, when you approach it correctly, and when you really and truly engage your horse, you will see huge differences, and you will see huge improvement in the training, but also in your abilities and in the riding as well. It crosses over when it's done correctly. So if you're not 100% sure about lunging, First of all, you can just pop over to the blog post for this episode. I've linked it in the show notes, but also, um, well, there I've linked to all the past, well, not all, but a lot of past episodes that are going to help you. Um, But also you can go to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash three days, and it's the number three followed by the word days. Um, And there's a free um, audio program that you can use to get you started with lunging in three days. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you have a great week. Keep well. I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.